Welcome to Unmute Yourself, the podcast. I'm Nancy Medoff, author, speaker, and coach. And I'm Beth Knaus, creative copywriter and the owner of That's a Spade Copywriting Services. We are done being polite and ready to get real about confidence, boundaries, and self-respect, both personally and in the workplace. Beth and I first met when we collaborated on the best-selling communication handbook for women, Unmute Yourself and Speak Up to Stand Out. Now we are amplifying our message and taking it on the road with Unmute Yourself, the podcast. Warning, there may be, no, who are we kidding, will be some adult content. We have a bullshit button and we're not afraid to use it. So buckle up, buttercups, because here we go. Hello, we're back. Hey, here we are. Hey, we are. I love podcast time. I love podcast time. We are like ridiculously excited about this podcast, everybody. Yes. Not this one today, but in general, well, this one today and in general. We love it. Yes. We're glad, we're glad the podsters love it, right? Absolutely. And I just want to say as a reminder to the podsters, don't forget about the giveaway. Don't forget. Oh, tell me more, Beth. Go on Apple Podcasts, rate our podcast, hopefully high. Thanks for calling. Put your social media handle in there and take a screenshot, right? And you'll send it to us. And we will send you a nice little gift certificate for a non-alcoholic beverage of your choice, like a Dunkin' Donuts or a Starbucks or a Tim Hortons for our Canada people. Love Tim Hortons. By the way, that's also in Penn Station in New York. Okay, so in New York, for you Penn Station listeners. (laughs) Exactly. All you New Yorkers. That's right. Uh, Great. Yep. And um, okay, here we are. We are revisiting the concept of your personal board of directors. Yes. So for those of you who might not know what that is, Um, Because some people may not have read the book. There's a whole chapter in our book about it. Unmute yourself and speak up to stand out. Available on Amazon. Um, So your personal board of directors is uh, a term for people that you can count on to help you navigate your career. So I think it's important to note a couple things about personal BOD. And this is Nancy Medoff's definition. One, um, it's that we're talking about in the professional space. So you have your friends, you have your group, you have your tribe that Beth and I are getting into in a minute in your personal life. This is 100% career oriented. And uh, again, the, the, the goal of the personal board of directors is to help you navigate your career. Different than a mentor. A mentor will help you and give you advice. Your board of directors is a little more uh, significant uh, or a little more um, higher level, if you will. So these are people that know you well, that know your capabilities and that uh, may or may not work for the same company as you and that can really help you when faced with some tough career choices. Nice. How was that? I'm out of breath. That was good. So I have to tell you, I totally forgot that I had this. I have this really great book called The Essentials of Fabulous. Oh. And 
It's by a woman. Her name is Ellen Lubin Sherman. And I got it a long time ago. Like I breezed through it. But one of her things, it's all about being the best person you can be kind, nice, patient, you know, go all out and the way that you dress, just be fabulous in every way, but in your authentic way. So it's a lot about authenticity before that became a, a buzzword. But she, one of her key things is to talk about a board. So she says that your board should love you enough to tell you the truth. Take you and your travails seriously. I think that's a big one. Um, they are self-aware. They see the big picture. Let me see. Did I miss anything? And a good board cares about your success. Yep. 100%. 100%. Um, I actually have a, a <clears throat> tool for how, if you don't have a personal board of directors and you would like to recruit one, I actually have a process for it uh, and I'll link it in the show notes. Um, it tells you kind of how to, how to go about it. I think the key there of what she said is they're not afraid to give it to you straight. And that's really important. You know, I've had, I've had people on my board really hit me between the eyes um, and that's not fun. That's not fun to do, to be on the giving end of that, nor is it fun to be on the receiving end of that. And um, they are, they, they're doing you a disservice if they don't give it to you straight. So some, some difficult things I've heard from my board of directors are, um, I'm hearing some things about you and it's concerning. So this is when I was working for a big company. My, I, I was starting to get a reputation for being a certain way. And this person pulled me aside and said, listen, you need to know this is what people are saying. And it was super helpful because I course corrected and it was no longer an issue. Um, I have had people on my board tell me that they believed it was the right choice for me to leave the company I was with, uh, which was really hard for me to hear um, and helpful because I'd been with the company for a very long time. Um, and I have had people on my personal board tell me that I was in a toxic relationship with my boss and that I wasn't seeing it. So that, that was a tough one too. That was really a tough one. And that, that, yeah. So, uh, that, so that's that, that was, that was something. Mm -hmm. So Beth is finishing a hard candy or something. What are you doing over there? No, I just got a mint. Ah, yes. Um, so they need to be able to give it to you straight. So, uh, let's talk a little bit more. So why do you think Beth, it's important to have one? Um, well, first I want to say, if you don't want the straight answer, you shouldn't be asking, <laughs> right? I mean, you want to ask somebody who's going to, I mean, on your board of directors, if you go and you ask for the feedback, you should be ready for what the feedback is, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I know when I'm asking for feedback, I don't, I can always take more feedback from my clients. I have three rules, no name calling, no cursing, no yelling. I can curse, but they can't. No. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, um, yeah. So the term board of directors, I am more familiar with another term, which is being really, really um, overused, and that's tribe. And it's a great word, right? Tribe, hive, we have other words, but they're not- Squad. I like squad. Squad, posse, right? Um, I like bitches myself, but- um, <laughs> I do too, but that's not for everyone. We understand. Right. 
So I think like separating out, like where are the differences here? There are some similarities, but I mean, tribe is just very loosely used, right? So we talked about what board of directors is. Let's talk about what board of directors is not, right? And it's not, you know, Sunday brunch, brunch out with six of your besties because we were just talking about how it's really hard to have people close to you on your board because they're biased. So people on your board have to be unbiased. It doesn't have to have any effect on them, whatever the outcome is. They have to be willing to shoot from the hip, call a spade a spade, and really tell you, like, this is what I see. Yeah. This is what I think is happening. Yep. And when and when you're recruiting them, these are these are curated, right? So these are, you know, the other thing I would say is. If you've been working for the same company company for a long time, or even if you haven't, you only want a few people that are either in your organization or in your field because you want to get outside perspective. So yes, they might they might not understand the nuts and bolts of you know here's what it's like to work for an industrial supply company, but um, on the other hand they will be able to give you a perspective of, about, well, there's a, there's a world beyond the world that you're in right now. And here's how the rest of the world does it. That is really important, really important, particularly if you've been working for the same company for a long time. Right. Well, and the same thing if you work for yourself, right? A lot of the times we're in our caves and we don't really know necessarily what's going on. I mean, unless you've gone out and you've really asked people and, and looked to do that type of research, but there's, you know, more than one way to skin a cat, as they like to say. Um, so you can look at things from all different angles, right? And different perspectives from different industries. Totally agree. Totally agree. So um, what about, so, all right, so here's what's interesting. So we had asked the question about when they when they can call you out and they can call you out. And our conversation was about, can they call you out on your boundaries or when you're approaching burnout? Because we talked about burnout before. I would argue this is not the group to do that. I don't, I mean, I would suggest that this is not the group to do that. That's your friends. That's your squad. I don't know if I would be comfortable going to people on my board and saying, here's how I'm feeling right now. You know, I don't know what's happening. I think when it comes to my personal board of directors, it's, here's what's happening in my business. Here are the pros, here are the cons, here's where I need advice. Mm -hmm. That's just me. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like to me, when I think of the term board of directors, I think of a, a more professional, I don't want to say non-emotional, but more of a factually based situation where you have some sort of a challenge and you're like, here, this is where I am, pros, cons. What do you think? Help me decide. Um more than a like sitting down with a girlfriend or a couple of girlfriends mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. pats on the shoulder or pats on the back or someone to say oh that's horrible or that's not what you're there for correct yeah i would agree uh you know i think another thing that's interesting is um <clears throat> when i'm thinking about how to recruit your personal board of directors you know, yeah, I would want people or I would recommend people that are at your level, either in your business, you know, somebody who's been doing business as long as you have or longer. So ideally, it's somebody that you would look up to for whatever reason. So, you know, I've had former bosses, I've had 
former, you know, leaders of organizations that I that I worked for. Um, I don't know that somebody who doesn't have the breadth of experience that I have would be able to give me good advice. Right, which is, uh, this is your personal board of directors. So that might sound, you know, snarky. That's not my intent. It's if, if you haven't walked in my shoes or if you don't have the life and professional experience that I'm looking for, then sure, you can be my friend and you can maybe even be a reverse mentor or whatever the case may be. But th those people aren't qualified to be on your board. Right. So you think everybody on your board has to be a little bit ahead of you? I do. And that brings me to a, que a question or a comment about the circles, the, the people that you're surrounding yourself with. And this is a little off topic of the board and maybe a little bit back over into tribe or posse or squad. Um, you know, professionally, who are you spending your time with? Even personally, but I, but I think that's a little different. Um, professionally, who are you spending your time with? And I would recommend, you know, the bulk of the people listening to this podcast are in their late 40s to early 50s. We have the data. We see you. Um, and we welcome all people on the podcast, all ages. So for the people that may be, may be a little younger and don't have that level of experience, who you're surrounding yourself with professionally will impact your career trajectory and your business trajectory, a hundred percent. And I think what Beth and I talked about was, um, you know, not always being the smartest one in the room. I can't remember what you said, Beth. You said something to that effect. I don't yeah, know. right. I, to have a little, um, I think you said it in in a different way. To have people who are more like mentors to you, almost that when you walk into the room with them, you're like, oh, I want to like make sure I'm present and not behaving myself, but you look up to them. And so it kind of keeps you on your toes a little bit, right? Kind of, it's challenging in a way, in a positive way. Right. People like that. Whereas I think if you're in a tribe or a posse or something like that, everybody tends to be a little bit more, I don't want to say on an equal field, but like, you know, maybe it's a bunch of your good friends and you're getting together and it's not that you can't, you can learn from each other because everybody's got more of a mix of, of uh, personalities and that kind of stuff. It's a little more casual. You can. The only thing I would ask is, are they going to give it to you straight? <clears throat> right. Right. Well, I think sometimes we want to have one or two people who aren't going to. Right. Somebody and you know have a temporary pity party with and then go get our butts kicked by the board of directors well right but right and that's my point like you and i we we're just achievers right we're we're driven and that's not a bad word we want to succeed so we're intrinsically going to surround ourselves with people who force us to level up right so what then would we say to people who like what happens when you look around and the people you're with aren't forcing you to level up they're not leveling you up right has that ever happened i guess my question is has that ever happened to you are you talking about board of directors or we're talking more about tribe posse posse tribe squad yeah so i think that the issue is you, you have to be aware and i think you i want to be careful about this here you 
you have to be aware of if anybody is feeling critical or judgy or insecure because you really don't want to deal with that, right? You don't want to, that's not, because that's not somebody who's pushing you forward, right? That's somebody who needs maybe a little bit more nurturing and they're not in a position yet or aren't aware that they should be in a position where they have more board of director type people, right? Um, or maybe they're just struggling to get ahead or get where they want to go. So I think that, I, ho I hope I'm answering your question, but I think that, I mean, I don't want to say that it only happens with women, but I think we get emotional about things, right? We worry probably a little more or at least express a little more that we feel less than. And so if somebody in your posse tribe, whatever, is in that place and can't get out, I think that's that's challenging. Then you have to decide, like, is this yes. person holding me back? And am, am I saying to myself, well, I'd like to do this thing, but I don't want to because I'll feel bad because so-and-so will be upset or... Right, and is the person who is acting like that, are they adding value to you and your relationship and your life? I think I think that's the key is right. when you talk about the board of directors, that's more of a strategic, you know, purposeful, thoughtful. I would say even in your friendships, you want people who make you better or, or force you to level up, I, you know, I Right. I'm not saying you're going to interview somebody that you meet and say, hey, if you want to be my friend, tell me about blah, 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 blah. But more like, I think it's really important, to, particularly for younger people, to look at who you're surrounding yourself with, because that will impact that will impact your career and it will impact your life trajectory. Yeah. And where you'll land and who you'll meet and, you know, experiences that you'll have. It does, actually. You're right. When you're younger, deciding on who you're you're hanging with and yeah. I do feel like you know you can co compartmentalize like one of the things um uh, I don't know if I ever told this story before but my older daughter had a lot of friends and there were one or two times that she got in trouble with a certain group of friends and then there were other friends where you could see everybody had their back and I would say to her okay so let's look at it this way it's not that you're not going to be friends with those people but they're your good time friends. So if you're in for the good time, they're your good time friends, but you're on your own. Nobody's got anybody's back. Over here are your good friends that will always come pick you up when you're scared, you know, tell you the real deal and really look out for you. They're not threatened by you, by your, you know, if you're pretty or smart or whatever, you can go to them and know that you can rely on them consistently. And as long as you know the difference, you're in good shape. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, you're bringing up friendships, which we just, which we oh, I know. decided we were going to talk about during another no, episode. Tribe, like she had these two tribes, these two right. groups of friends that were clearly so different. Yeah. No, I, I think that totally makes sense. I think it makes sense. Um, which, which group did she end up with? The, the group that was more of a safe, right. safe house. Thank God. Right. Right. So, yeah, that's interesting. <clears throat> yeah. 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 So. OK, so let's go back to the personal board of directors. Okay. What else do we want to cover with that? Hmm. What do you um, do 
when you're in, you have a board of directors and you go to get some advice or some feedback and you feel crappy about it. Feel crappy about the advice you got. You feel like I suck. I'll never be able to do what that person just told me I should do. So I've never had that feeling. So I can't, I can't answer that. Okay. I really haven't. Um, have you? I guess almost like imposter feeling. Um. Well, that to me, I think that's great because that's challenging you. If you're afraid to do it and it came from your personal, so first of all, if they're on your board, you trust them and you trust their opinion. So if they're suggesting that you do something, there's a reason. So I would want to get under why, why you're, why you're resisting it, why you're resisting it is what I would want. And I guess that's a good, cause I'm thinking like, you know, we do so much networking and stuff and there are times when, you know, somebody will give unsolicited advice or opinion or whatever. And because you don't know them, you can feel like, hmm, what the heck was that? But I guess that's something you think of when you choose your board of directors, that if they make you feel that way, that you can say, that just made me feel like this. <laughs> because then you can address, like, why are you feeling like that? You're there right. to get the, the constructive criticism and, right. you know, you might feel a little emotional or have a reaction but then you're going to get past it and do what you have to do yeah I mean so I've had I've had as I mentioned uncomfortable conversations and that they were conversations that needed to be had for my benefit mm -hmm. um but that brings me to the point of what if somebody on your board of directors isn't a good fit when do you when do you fire them from your from your board of directors because that's that's happened <clears throat> Okay. Well, so is it really official? Like, do you tell somebody, hey, you're on the board of directors? And then you, it's because then you have to say to them, hey, um, you can either resign or I'm firing you. Do you just like, what do you do? Do you have to officially say, listen, I used to look at you as a beam of light for advice. And now I just don't think you you're dead to me. No, I, I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm referencing internally, right? Like, when do you know it's time to stop going to someone for advice or you know what because it because the personal board of directors it will change based on who's in your life based on where you are in your career so you know it just because you always went to someone for advice doesn't mean you're always going to go to that person you might surpass them right exactly and so i guess part of that must be intuitive right like when they say something and in your mind you go hmm i don't i don't think that's going to work right I need to ask someone else. I need yes. to get an opinion. So when you start to need that other opinion, that you're you're no longer a hundred percent respecting that person as a mentor, really. Yes. Right? Yeah. Still respect them, just not as your mentor. They're no longer serving you, and your board of directors is there to serve you, right? Right. Don't let the door hit you in the behind. Don't let it hit ya. Don't <laughs> let it hit ya. Um, yeah, I, you know, I th so I think it, you, to your point, no, you, you wouldn't really have the, the conversation, which we're going to get into that in the friendship episode. Right. Coming soon. Coming, Coming soon. Coming soon. Podcast near you. Yeah. So in summary, board of directors, different than your tribe, your posse or your squad. Yeah. Curated. Yeah. Uh, hand selected. Again, if you if you you can if you have the book, it's in the book, or there's a 
there's a tool I have for it that we'll put in the show notes. Um, and do you think, let me ask you a question. How many people are in your personal board of directors? Hmm. I don't know, maybe three or four. Mm. Yeah, I would agree. I have, I used to have a lot more. Um, when I was in the corporate world, I had a lot more on it. Um, but now that I'm in this business ownership mode, I have less of a network, if you will, less people that can understand really what's happening and understand the ins and outs of owning your own business. So it's smaller. Um, so that's another thing too, is, is the number, you know, I say anywhere from three to five is probably a good number. Um, mm -hmm who, who they don't have to be in your business, but they have to at least understand your business. Right, right. Right. And I think that's key because I think oftentimes you can know somebody who knows a lot about business, but that doesn't mean they know everything that's necessary for your business. Correct. Bingo. All right. Okay. So we'll put the tool to the, uh, the link to the tool in the notes. We will be back next week with even more very cool subjects. Yes. We're on like number 16 now, I think. I know. We're getting up there. They have they say if you get past six, you're you're doing pretty well. You're trending people. on Twitter. Are we trending on Twitter yet? I don't know. I mean I don't know. Getting close. We're close. Uh, so stay tuned for what are we going to cover on some of our upcoming episodes? We're going to cover friendships, friendships, tolerations. I love that word. Yeah. Um, unlimiting beliefs, authenticity, authenticity, emotions and money, emotions and money. Holy cow. Yeah. Male aggression. Yeah. We're going to get to that. We gotta we we gotta gear up for that one. Well, because we're not experts on that, right? Absolutely, we are not. Yeah. Um, well, maybe. Well, well, never mind. I'll keep it. I'll keep it under wraps. Okay. All right. So look forward to next time. Yeah, can't wait. See you, podsters. Then. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap on another episode of Unmute Yourself, the podcast. We hope you found value in today's podcast. We hope you were able to take a little time for yourself and perhaps think about how you're showing up. And thank you for all of the great feedback we've been receiving. We'd love to hear more from you about what you think, the tactics you're using every day to speak up, and anything else you'd like to hear about on future episodes of Unmute Yourself, the podcast. You can contact us through our websites. Nancy can be found at nancymedoff.com, and Beth can be found at thatsaspade.com. Or you can email us at unmuteyourselfthepodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. We will see you next week. And until then, keep speaking up.